Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. I'm Tinzian. And this is Death to Fortis Honor. <laughs> Never mind. I'm I'm too tired for this shit. <laughs> Ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Ha. Annihilation, Jim. Total, complete, absolute annihilation. The gravity is so much stronger on the southern continent. Are you sure she doesn't have to spread friendship and magic as part of her daily morning routine? (laughs) That's 12th level, I think. Not even whisper or utter my name in your last moments. <laughs> that totally defeats the purpose. Cesar, do you have any sun rods still, or <laughs> bring out your rods, old man? Private confrontation. Not like that. Maybe some discipline. <laughs> Had his hands in all of Cesar's junk. Six <laughs> oh wait, that's not what I meant. <laughs> wow, we have a title. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> what? We need dice for this game? Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Dave. And I have more neon than Dodge. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Death to Dishonor. Today is Friday, May 3rd, and this is episode 109 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons and Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. Um, we're in some exciting times right now, so I'm going to let Tinzian catch us up on what happened last week. And uh, Dungeon Master, you are a go. So far we've had death. We've had a little genocide. We've had some urban renewal. We've also had a strong sense of hope. Or at least a lot of fleeting sense of hope because some of these drow are hustling following the activities of the last episode. As it currently stands, there is a portal. It looks like a silver uh, moon, crescent moon, off um, behind the party. Xanatari is standing there with uh, the Burt Blastomatic. I believe you had some sound effects to go for that, Xanatari. Oh, you want to hear that now? Here we go. Sure. You're suddenly realizing that somewhere near the Temple of Lolf, it's almost like there might be a sun rising. Okay. There seems to be some sort of light source going on that is separate from the Temple of Lolf. I would be inclined to go to Sabre. We've sort of been unlikely allies in the last day. Okay. And also because I really want the concept of this poor family that's terrified to see Zantar walking toward them with a halo of death shooting everything around her. Okay. I am There you go. Okay. So the Burt Blastomatic continues to destroy um, this portion of the drow city here in the Underdark. Uh, before long, though, the mm, other portal that was close to the Temple of Loth erupted, and the figure of Orcus, uh, giant size, quite gigantic, came out and actually throttled the Temple of Loth as if um, strangling about the neck and causing it to crumble. Bert blasted the image, or the being, and a wave of necrotic energy wiped out the final quarter of the city. Typing, typing, something... something. I'm sorry, Kevin's in the chat. I'm Mithrin's in the chat. I'm a little overexcited. <gasps> oh, bring him in! You. <laughs> He's in the chat. Respectfully. You want me to call him? Can't, can't contact him. He's, He's dead. dead. Or he went away <laughs> unexpectedly. 
He's dead to me. <laughs> Candy gram for Mr. Mithrid. <laughs> We've resurrected hey, people before. Oh, by the way, um, uh, Razor's player uh, has uh, contacted us again and wants to say hi. Oh, Razor? Yeah, well, there's a Razor in the channel, but I wasn't sure if it was the Razor. Well, it may be. He, he, he's it's looking an imposter. Yes. <laughs> so, hi, Mithrin. Hello. Hey, Razor yeah. is in the channel. Yay, it's a yeah. reunion of death. You're, uh, you're still not dead yet, Mithrin, but um, you are in parts unknown. We miss you. We wish you'd come back. It's only a mild guilt trip. A smile. A smile. Uh, okay, so, uh, gigantic image or actual form of Orcus mm. came out, strangled the Temple of Loth, which was on fire. Temple is dead, well, destroyed, and uh, there is a wave um, lasting of necrotic energy covering a portion that was um, the city. A number of drow, which uh, Sabre and Xanatari have discovered, out in the um, previously scoured area, apparently um, saved from the destruction of Bert, have been fleeing towards the portal. Cesar, having seen a few things that he didn't like in the last episode, hightailed it and has blasted himself through said portal. Two parts unknown. Hey, maybe I'll find Mithrin. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys, if things are sounding distracted. It's trying to hold up a Nexus 7 instead of the um, normal recording device that I use. So um, a little distracted tonight. No, you sound good. Okay. Um, I think we'll pick this up. Sabre, since you tend to like hope a lot, we won't start with you because uh, you'll just kind of make it all happy and sunshine and light your fist on fire or something. So He's fabulous. Uh-huh. Thorn, you were out uh, in the last episode with what appeared to be a rod that had appeared in your hand um, from the Keeper of the Shadowfell. You had uh, plunged your hand and part of your arm into a portal. It had come out bone white. That white has creeped down your arm, formed a rod, and you used that to uh, blast a few things as well. You're closest to the necrotic energy, you're closest to where the portal that Orcus came out from, and nobody has seen you do a whole lot yet. Let's pick up with you, what would you like to do? Okay, firstly, um, I'd like to make a perception check, please, and see whether there are any sort of stone walls that are sort of parallel or um, you know, close to where the the portal is that that Orcus is coming through is uh is close by, if if I may. Or can I just see that? Um, there's right now there's nothing that exists uh, that resembles a natural wall. Oh, sorry, an unnatural wall. Mm -hmm. There's the cavern wall, which is probably a good uh, five hundred feet from you. Mm -hmm. But in order to get there, you would have to go through that uh, large necrotic energy field. <laughs> What's the problem with that? Yeah, I, I just say you, you say like you say this like it's a challenge. Please, I will. I want to get the the rod closer to. Orcus. So I'm going to do two things. I'm going to summon Fluffy from Adventure Mode. Um, just, just to clarify, Orcus is no longer there. Okay. What, what is still here? What, what do I see? Just the it's necrotic. Aura. Just, just the aura. The, the, the necrotic field um, that was him before he kind of exploded like a blueberry. Okay. Uh, in this case, I, I will walk towards. The, the necrotic aura, but I'm going to hold out the Rod of Orcus kind of in a warding fashion okay. um, and hope for the best. Um, what sort of speed are you moving at? Fast walk. 
Okay. Are you being a wuss about it, or are you just like, hey, I'm the man and marching? Marching. Okay. I think at this point, I think, um, you know, the everything that's, that's sort of happening, I, I, I feel like I could potentially control with this rod. Um, it kind of appeared out of nowhere and is in my hand, so... Um, yeah, I, I'm going to walk straight towards it, march it, not going to be stealthy about it, just walk forward. He's cantering okay. jauntily. A 21 versus your will. 21 versus my will. I know my will is high. My will is 24. Okay. Then, as you uh, have the courage and uh, guile to do this, you start walking forward, and as soon as you raise the rod and take uh, probably about six steps, the sickly green miasmic flame and energy that is this field starts to develop some red and blue sickly tinges to it and begins to move towards you. Um, as if something is walking through the field and the air currents are sort of causing this field to billow out towards you and meet you. Right. <laughs> Do you wish at this point to deviate in any way from your activity as you start to see the field react towards you? Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to continue forward. I, I would expect some sort of movement or some activity from the, the cloud. I mean, I guess that's the entire reason why I raised the, the rod in the first place. Okay. So, um, no, I, I would expect this to be some somewhat normal uh, for, for the activity that I'm, I'm doing. You guesstimate that you have approximately one round remaining before you and the field will intersect. As you do this, you start to realize that within these swirling eddies of destructive energy, there appear to be the floating wispy images of orc skulls screaming other races, and perhaps in the back of your mind, or maybe not, the sound of great orcish war drums off in the distance, as if they, an army was about to crest over not the hill closest to you, but large enough that the sound carries from a day's journey. Sanitary. Mm-hmm. You were over with Sabre and uh, have been continued to blasting things. I think Bert's been working on the area of necrotic energy just to wipe out anything that may still exist. Um, you appear to have possibly killed a god. <laughs> um, you're still blasting things here and there. Um, Bert is orbiting just fine. Occasionally, as before in the last episode, um, you will scour something and clear out an area only to have some drow fall into whatever the, um, the floor, the new floor is. Uh, you've made a great impression as a bringer of penultimate destruction. Um, sort of upset a couple social circles by I don't know. Just turning this culture on its head. How are you doing? Um, yeah. Uh, doing okay. This destruction I'm better with. Um, destroying Orcus, I think she would be fine with that. Um, kind of worried about the companions, considering I'm here with Sabre. Can I see where Thorn is currently? Mm, you can go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Seventeen. So small the dice. <laughs> so dark the room. Sorry. Bifocals. Yeah. Well, you you don't from your vantage point due due to your your sight, um, uh, and the fact that bird is normally your your vision for this, but you do notice that there is that field of energy. And part of that field appears to be moving, maybe looking like a spectral ghastly claw from a, a, an old Disney movie mm -hmm. kind of effect. 
Um, so you can probably think that if Thorn is not at your side, there may be something to do with Thorn over there. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, there's always something to do with Thorn. Yeah. Okay, so how far is Thorn from us currently? He's probably about a thousand, over a thousand feet. Okay. Um, uh, and this way, your your deity has just done a what 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 what, what the hell what <laughs> when you blast Orcus. Okay. Um. Well, I would like to head towards where I believe Thorn is. Um. At this point, I assume I've seen Caesar running the other direction, and okay. I will uh, try to go towards Thorn. Okay. Well, it is um, due to your restructuring efforts, or actually Bert's restructuring efforts, but uh, you appear to be uh, part and parcel to this. Uh, you find that the cavern floor is exceptionally smooth. There are no hazards. Occasionally, you do trip over a drow that is still trying to hide under a cloak. Um, for any drow that you find, um, do you have any words for them, any commands, anything other, or are you just kind of like, oops, I stepped on a drow, and keep going? Uh, my assumption is if they're left, they're probably one of the Aladrin's friends. So uh, I don't know if Sabri's coming with me or if she's staying by herself. That would make a difference for me. No, she's Let following us. behind following you. you. Okay, then I guess I would gesture the drow towards Sabre. <laughs> grunt at them to talk to her because she knows she knows what to do with that. And I don't think they're going to really want to come near me considering that there's a beam of death that killed everyone around them. By the way, I believe that you are over power level 9,000 right now, so... Uh, <laughs> I'm enjoying it while it lasts, don't worry. Um, are you attempting to actually merge it all mentally with uh, Bert or just the normal level? Um, well, I did ask Oreo the questions last time, and mm -hmm. it was sort of vague, so I feel comfortable where his alignment is currently. Um, once I encounter a new situation, I may ask further further uh, questions of him, but no, I think I'm I'm not going to distract him. He's obviously busy interior designing. Okay, so so you're not going to attempt to... You're, you're part of this, you're looking at this, you're sort of the walking platform for Oreo, but you're not attempting to harness any of this power or have any sort of hostility or second meanings that may be passed to Oreo. Um. Well, Zenitari doesn't like what happened to Winterhaven, but I don't think she's inherently hostile to the drow. She hasn't encountered them very much as a people. And so, no, I, I mean, I don't... I think she's protective of her party and of herself, but I don't think that she's, like, inherently prejudiced toward the drow to begin with. Okay. Then uh, you have currently no physical effects that you can see as a relation to um, being as close to Oreo. Sabre! Yes. Do. Uh, uh, it's it's been a very interesting um, time down here for you as mm -hmm. as a uh, follow <laughs> astray. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yep. you know, still you... still thinking about that one from last week. <sighs> um, by the way, your shoulder where you believe Illustray um, took you by the shoulder and took your you know, put her hand on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. That that area um, is rotting off. Oh, sorry. <laughs> somewhat silver. There is uh, like sort of like a, a dusty imprint. <laughs> the hand. But gold was his main color. He's going to clash now. It's like chalk dust on the oh. shoulder. Yeah. Okay. So silvery moony chalk dust. Mm. Um. So far, you've managed to point these drow to parts unknown. Could be to their deaths. We're not sure. Uh, I think Cesar's going to handle quality control on that one for you. Uh huh. How, how, how is, how is Sabre handling these just, you know, the, the, the party in the past has been this eclectic sense of, wow, things just keep happening. Things just keep happening. They can't get any worse. And you, now you're just, it, in this, is is Sabre holding up, or is there some you know psych psychology sessions that need to be psychiatric sessions that need to happen? Oh yeah, we're talking two, three hundred dollar an hour here. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, she, I mean, if if you watch her walk, she's, like, not as graceful as she normally would be. She's just very stilted in her movements. It's like she's a thousand miles away. Um, as she's walking along, she'll see Sanitari stumble over some poor drought trying to hide under a cloak, and she'll try to lean down and help them up and point them off in the other direction. But she feels almost uncertain as she does it like she doesn't know if she's actually doing the right thing anymore and it's like her mind is just a tempest of just craziness right now she's trying to figure it all out and dealing with this side of orcas and the temple collapsing and not knowing where everyone is and it's just it's all really confusing for her right now I mean, anyone who's traveled in the Underdark knows just how vicious Lolth is. But to have such a brutal destruction of a temple in her name, that, you know, you are at the center um, along with the party. If, if books are ever written about this, this could potentially change things in a far, far greater way than uh, your your training with the council has ever taken you. Mm-hmm. You know, but how, how, do you, how do you want to be remembered in history for this within these next couple of rounds, I guess? She, at this point, almost wishes she wasn't there. Really? Yeah. Like, she's almost feeling guilty. Like, there's guilt associated with all of this. It's and train to do, though, wasn't it? <laughs> That's what she was trained to do, but she's seeing some odd parallels with a former time. Mm. And she's almost blaming herself for the whole thing. Okay. So there's a lot of guilt to sit back there. There's like guilt and confusion. Okay. Well, adding to the confusion, um, Xanatari has just started to uh, walk off, and you've indicated that you're going to follow her and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, any additional preparations that you might be making? Any sort of checks you want to do? Um, it almost it almost feels lighter down here, by the way. In, in terms of the air, it doesn't feel quite as mm-hmm. oppressive as if a city's there. It's literally kind of scrubbing the entire area sterile. Um, she's probably kind of looking at where Xanatari's going and trying to see if she can spot like. If, is there a destination or is there something catching her attention? Okay. Can you roll a perception check for me? Please? I can indeed. Ooh, that would be perception. <laughs> a 34. Not only <laughs> do you see a heated blob of lights indicating okay. a, another being, but this one is distinct enough in your eyes, having seen it uh, plenty of times in the dark. Um, clearly Thorn in uh, humanoid form versus mm-hmm. Razor Claw. And you were able to tell, of course, the cloud of um, yasmic energy uh, that is surely purely destructive because it is just literally bitch slap Lulz Temple into um, some other place. Mm-hmm. Uh him standing there holding something up in the air and walking towards it as if he's going to hug and cuddle the miasmic energy. Can I tell what he's holding up in the air or am I too far away? You're too far away, but he's got something up in the air or in front of him. I I forget which, but he's got something and he's doing his best trooper march. (laughs) Isn't he holding the wand, the uh, rod forward, like... Yeah, sort of a warning fashion, so... Okay. Harry Potter. How many times have we told him not to pick up stuff off the floor? So, he's, uh, he he is marching, um, Xanatari just seems to be moving in that direction, doesn't quite, you know, have your, um, abilities to see underground, but, um, she's heading in that direction. But mostly just because you can kind of see this claw coming down onto. 
the figure. <laughs> Certainty of death, small chance of success. I like those all those odds. Wait, never tell me the odds. Nice. Um, do you wish to share with Sanitari? Uh, without really knowing what he's got and being so far away, probably not. Not at this okay. point. She can't really tell what the hell it is. So. Cesar. Hello. <laughs> when last we saw you, you were a Olympian of the highest sprinting order, um, defying both age and ability in speed running down to the portal and jumping through it, the one that uh, is the Silver Crescent Moon. Yes, I was an old bat out of hell. Yes. I'm sure you yes. speed walked like an old person. I had if there was... two pound weights in each hand. Yes, and a sweatband. Running there... sort of like this, like a Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> no. No. If there was any sense of fire left in the room that wasn't already being used by Oreo, you probably have some on your heels. Yes, exactly. And we left you entering into a silver-clouded mist. I believe. Once you went through the portal, because you don't know what's on the other side. No, I don't. Do you? Yeah, I do. Okay, <laughs> let's find know. out. Uh, do you want to wait till next week? Oh, what? Oh. He's going to sit here all week and do nothing? <laughs> no. He, 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 ran, he ran from one great evil. Who knows? There could be an even greater evil. On the other end, I'm, you know, I, I'm providing customer service here. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait on hold. Okay. Um, too bad. Okay. There is uh, what feels to be maybe 15, 20 seconds of running through this mist. But you realize that your legs have stopped as soon as you pass through the portal. There's a small, soft... <clears throat> A small soft. <laughs> above you. What was that? A, what, a, a small a soft. <laughs> what? <clears throat> I'm afraid. Every time he tries to say what it is, that thing actually chokes it out of him and he can't <laughs> actually say it. Okay. It's like, you will not divulge my secrets. Okay. Somebody is clearing their throat what it sounds like maybe 30, 40 <laughs> feet above you. It's like, what? Thank you. Okay. Do you open your eyes? Uh, did I have them closed? Uh, you must have squeezed them closed at some point because right now all you see is darkness. Uh, sure. I'll open them up. Okay. Uh, you are at, what it, under quick inspection, at the bottom of the... Um, tunnel tube that led up to the seven pillared hall. Oh, like the at the where the portal opened and the drow yep. came out and we fought a thousand year battle. Yep, the bottom of that. Okay. Yes. Oh, and you are uh, there. There is probably about a um, hundred drow. Okay. Cowering around in different nooks and crannies. Okay. And the portal above has um, a number of Minotaur ringing the portal. And one with this kind of plumed helmet is now looking down at the scene and appears to have um, tried to get your attention. Clearly there for Minotaur, there's a degree of shock going on here. They're, sure. they're rather surprised. Is, is there any sign of the rift thing that I came through? Uh, no. Okay, so it just looks normal, just like I appeared, and therefore the rest of us kind of out of nowhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it looks like everyone has appeared at the bottom here. Um, there is nobody racing down with weapons drawn. That's good. Um, you do hear, as you open your eyes and this all happens... The sound of clarion bells, deep resonant bells um, sounding from above and outside of the bunker area that you were dealing with. Mm -hmm. They are not as urgent at this point as um, when the attack happened. 
And you realize you're kind of glowing a silver color, as are the rest of the drow. Oh, that's nice. Sort of, but it's not a complete fairy fire effect. It's sort of as if you pass through things and there's wisps of just kind of glowing matter that have sort of attached to you and sort of streamers. Okay. Um, you say no one's rushing down with weapons drawn. Are there, are we under guard though? Like, are there pointy things pointed at us or do they just seem to be sort of up there looking and waiting? They're up there. I don't think that this was anything that they expected or trained for. There's kind of you, if you think about it, they might have been starting to do something, but as soon as you appeared, whatever was going to happen has paused. Okay. And, um, do, uh, do any of the Minotaur look familiar from my previous? You, you you think you think that there's at least two there. Um, Guillermo, of course, is no longer uh, present, but you think that uh, the one wearing the plume was one of the ones that was outside of the city mm-hmm. um, huh. when you guys oh, yeah. were wiping out the uh, horde coming through towards mm-hmm. the city. It was old, old, old plumey. Yes, he wasn't. He wasn't plumey before, but okay. you, you think it's him. <laughs> Beautiful plumage. They all look the same, don't they? No. You you, you can kind of tell it was shocked because of the pixels, but... (laughs) Alright. So, having assessed all of this, this wonderful narrator going over it all in his head, uh, Cesar uh, looks up to the the minotaur and looks toward the the one with the plume and says, uh, Hello up there! We're he waves. somewhat not expecting this to happen. Our training has always told us that the drow would swarm. This does not look like a hornet's nest. Oh no, uh, I, do you remember? I'm, uh, I'm Caesar. I was, uh... Uh, up above, and we were were battling for quite some time, and my compatriots and I made our way down, uh, down in here into the Underdark. Do you recall? Mm, yes, 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 we do. Yes, these uh, these happen to be uh refugees of a sort from a uh, a city down in the Underdark that uh we I I guess helped destroy, kind of. It's all a, a bit of a, a bit of a muddle, but, uh, these, uh, certainly pose no threat to you. They seem to be, uh, afraid of their own, own shadows, or maybe lack of shadows would be a better way to put it. But, uh, yes, I, I, I wouldn't worry. We came through some sort of rift down near the city after seeing, uh, possibly Orcus or, uh, an avatar of Orcus, uh, destroy a drow temple. Uh, there was a, a glowing thing that blew up things. Uh, <laughs> and you were there, and you were there. <laughs> <laughs> There's, you'd, you'd almost hear the snorts of disbelief, but this is a highly trained military force, and. There's there's enough of kind of the the eye quirk from the plumed uh, Minotaur that he knows about the fights that you've done. He knows that you are a citizen. There, There's, you know, this history to you. But even some of this sounds far-fetched, even if you take only a small portion of one of the things you said. You and you alone, Cesar, yeah. may approach Consider he's alone. Okay, that's fine by me. All of you will have to be it. <laughs> you go first. All right, uh, all of you, you stay down here. Uh, just uh, cower as you are. I, I'm, I might be back. I don't know. Just wait. And Cesar goes up. Um, as you are going up, a portion of the iris portal. Um, that was sealing the area starts to close. Oh! Cesar hurries up. 
Um, wait, wait, wait. The portion that would cover the the ramp and the exit out does not appear. But they're trying to, I guess, make sure that none of them, if some suddenly some of these drow have flying magic or something, can easily get out. So they're kind of making a choke point and trying to assess the situation. Okay. okay. All right. Uh, Thorn. Yo. The words and world within burn bright. And will you be burned? Dear sir. No, I shall cover myself in fire retardant. Okay. Continuing forward, uh, you are clearly starting to be party to um, sounds and sights from this field. And they continue to head, the field continues to head towards you. Um, you see actually that it's taken the form of uh, a swirling claw, um, clawed hand that is coming towards you, as if to point or touch or perhaps smack you and the rod away, or just to engulf you. Um, I'd probably make a kind of like a sweeping motion with the rod kind of like a like a clearing away the smoke or something along those lines mm-hmm. um, towards the clawed figure as I, I continue moving forward okay expecto patronum I was, ex- I was thinking exactly that <laughs> as you do the mist and stuff lashes out at you and is aimed at the Rod of Orcus in your hands and starts to be rapidly um, sucked into the Rod at great speed and force. Ghostbusters. In essence. Sort of like the uh, the Ghost Traps type deal. It's that thing to, down to a kind of a central point. You feel by the end of this round, this entire miasmic field may actually be inside the rod. Winky face? Right on. (laughs) (laughs) Did you just say that? Yes. Yes, he did. I did. I well and truly did. No, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, I have... You have to take this moment because this is yeah. couldn't be more perfect, really. Oh um, no! Oh god! Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Buckle in, everyone. Bring out your rods, old man. It's time to get some sun rods up in this biz. Cesar pulls one out, cracks it. That's wrong. That's really wrong. <laughs> okay. Notice how she said plural. <laughs> yeah. You never know, Cesar. Why do you have Why do you have more than one? Cesar uh, likes all kinds. Every woman, every man. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me, hit me. Schütterdor, ich liebe dich. Hit me, hit me, hit me. Hit me with your rhythm stick. Hit me slowly. Hit me quick. Hit me. Hit me. Hit me. It's not entirely the same rod, but it's close enough. (laughs) Carry on. Crickets. Crickets. For those of you that weren't in the, uh... In the stream, I just winked at everybody through the webcam. It was slightly <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not even on video, and I... <laughs> More beer. I said, waves of chill throughout the entire interwebs. Users everywhere just shuddered and looked away from I their think... computers with shame. <laughs> I feel something I terrible has happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, now, now, now we have the LARP version of what this necrotic field looks like. Wow.
I have oh. just thrown the day out. <laughs> you have the, what appears to be the entire field by the end of the round um, in the rod. Are you going to continue marching forward into the area where uh, the field was, or are you stopping? What are you going to do? Um, it feels natural to me to can continue walking forward, sort of like a a show of force or um, no, I ain't afraid of nothing. So, okay. um, go ahead and roll a perception check for me as you step onto what. Was, is, could be, unhallowed ground. 27. Um, you can hear what sounds like the rapid footfalls of Xanatari and Sabre coming in a direction towards you. Putting your feet down onto, um, unhallowed ground, however, Mm -hmm. where the field covered, results in nothing. Uh, elaborate? Um, you don't burn up, you don't blow up. Actually, the field does not appear to have left anything glowing with radiation. It just seems like the same flat surface of the cavern floor that the rest, that Oreo has already taken care of. Good news! The slime is flowing again. I'm sorry. Good news, everyone! The slime is flowing again! Wow. There's some PSTD flashbacks. <laughs> Thorn, any reaction to Xanatari or Sabre approaching? Ah, uh, okay. Uh, in this case, um, probably not. I mean, I would expect them to catch up. I did have a bit of a head start to begin with. Um, so... No, no real reaction. Um, probably won't take any time to turn around and look at them, only because I'm, I'm probably focusing. Well, I am focusing all my attention on the rod and, and keeping, uh, uh, keeping focus on, on what I'm trying to achieve. You know, whatever mindset that it is that I'm, I'm currently holding. Um, okay. So, sort of focusing my will into the, into the rod. Just be aware that. There may come a um, chance very soon that they may actually see what it is you are holding. Yes, okay. Okay. Uh, Zenitari. Does Zenitari see all of the clawed miasmic energy go into the rod? Uh, you see suddenly it's a, it lash out at him and suddenly whatever this vapor and junk is Mm-hmm. sort of funnel itself very rapidly uh, into whatever it is that Thorn is holding. Can I do an arcane check? Mm-hmm. Ooh, um, 21. There is so much latent destructive energy uh, and power coming from Oreo that is inundating and sweeping all over the um, cavern. It is very difficult to detect anything but just pure saturated magic. There is, however, um, something that you would definitely kind of uh, recognize as a deific energy mm-hmm. that appears to be emanating from that swirling cloud that is now rapidly vanishing. Okay. And there is something else in this area um, that is standing out in some slight way over the quote-unquote background radiation of just Bert, I mean Oreo, sopping this place with energy, if that makes any sense. If I do religion, will I be able to find out more about the the religious, like you're saying, the deific force that I'm seeing? Uh, anything's worth a shot. Hmm. 29. Okay. 
Um, how would you describe the feeling when you commune with your deity and your deity provides you with your magic abilities each day? Okay. Um, probably cold and slightly um, like static in, in the sense of like underlying uh, sort of exciting, tingly, dangerous feeling. Okay. This feels like a horde of something bent on total destruction that is trying to shove itself um, with sort of the the giving power of a horde of something shoving itself into a clown car. He sucked in the horde. Well, you're talking about how your deity present, you know, communing with your deity. Orcus kind of gives it as, you will take, you will use it to destroy, I will give you more, and you better use it to destroy. It's clearly some sort of infusion from a deity that um, the universe really doesn't like. Okay. So, okay, so it, it's uh, a bad deity. Yeah, that's that. That's not someone just cast a um, a toxic cloud spell and just kind of wafting around. That is, um, Didi go boom. Wow. Something. Okay. Or it's maybe it's not the deity, but there's something inspired there where that's that's the wrong side of the tracks to be on. Okay, so it is legitimately a, a dead god. It's not just an image like Loth was before, where we're seeing like a ref, you know some sort of a holographic projection or something. We're actually feeling like that residual is, that energy. Is, that is not known, but there is the residual energy that is um, deific based versus um, arcane. Okay, you can't you can't tell if indeed Orcus is now dead. Or this is a result of Orcus blood, or just Orcus left a trap. Okay. So this is splash damage. Okay. Um, so how far away are we at this point from Thorn? Uh, you will get up to him in the next round. Okay, then I guess that's all I can do right now. Okay, any, any shoutouts to him or anything? Uh, no, I want to observe him because I don't understand what's going on, and if he's got a rod that just ate, like, an entire horde, I'm kind of nervous because we just got into a huge fight last time about something similar, and so I would just observe. Okay. Um, by the way, we're probably going to run a little long on this one, but we'll just have to deal with that. Um, Sabre. Yes. Um... I guess as she gets closer, she's going to try to make out more details of what's ahead of them. Okay. If she can. There was a big nasty field of uh, necrotic energy. Mm -hmm. That's pretty much gone now. Okay. And it all seems to be sucked into whatever Thorn is holding. Okay. The object appears to be some sort of cylinder, uh, probably two, three feet long. Okay. And it is glowing from your heat vision. I mean, sorry, from your uh, low-level vision or whatever it is that you have. Um, it is glowing in a color that you can't describe because you haven't really seen it before. Oh, awesome. There's not a Pantone equivalent for that? You can't give me a... Uh, three, two, five... <laughs> No, this is sort of like the the graphic description that somebody did of what a um, a manta shrimp sees. <laughs> and a bunch of question marks. You know it's a color. It's glowing. You just are like, I, yeah. Okay. Uh, just keep following Xanatari then. Okay. Cesar, do you go up all the way to the top or? Yeah. Arriving at the top, um, the Minotaur uh, that appears to be in charge doesn't necessarily give you the up and down glance 
Bot does pause to, as if uh, using some sort of scrying, to make sure that you're not being followed or carrying a miniature something with you. Drow. Yeah, drow, possessive spirit, uh, just <laughs> something. Small dwarf drow. Mm, well, They're you know, imagine people. what it is. Um, Evilly challenged. Does, does note and seems to actually appreciate the mechanical creations that you may have about you. Just notices, yeah. Just kind of notices, nods, and then steps aside so that you can stand, um, that you can come out from um, the portal area if you wish. I do wish. I don't like it down there. What you encounter is not the bunker room, however. Okay. Clearly it is the space that was the bunker room, but the ceiling has been removed, as have the walls. So it's not a room. (laughs) (laughs) You find yourself in a field. Also, there's no floor, and you're falling. (laughs) And there's a farmer in the middle of it. Oh, no! No! I'll see you guys in two years. (laughs) You've blown his mind. (laughs) (laughs) What I was going to say, though, is that um, aside from the various levels of the city, this main level has been entirely opened up to almost resemble um, what appears to be a giant cathedral. On either side, probably starting uh, 15 feet from either side of the portal, and extending for at least a half mile in either direction, are rows and rows upon rows of pews. Facing the portal? Not facing the portal. Um, facing what appears to be a gigantic stained glass window that is hanging um, by magic at the far end uh, where the loom and vizier area were. Oh, so it's real big. Yeah. Okay. You can. There is um, light coming from behind the window. Nice effect. And you. Hmm. I said that's a nice effect. Good job, it the is. electricians uh, of the city. Well, whatever happened, the there was that sort of mechanical sun that had right. been in the center, um, illuminating things. That has moved to behind this uh, window. You can still see the door to the outside, and that is opened. So, let me just... Is this basically the entire city? The the entire lower level, lower level of the city has been converted into whatever this is. Right, which kind of churchy with the, what the pews and the stained glass. The floating stained glass windows. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just it's just the just the one. Right. Um, yes, the, the entire floor. main floor has been converted to that. So, is this a stained glass window? Is it just like random patterns and colors, or is there some sort of image, as there can often be in stained glass windows? Uh, a mixture of both. It appears to be um, changing every once in a while. Oh, fancy! <laughs> um, okay. And it, it's one of those ones where if you look at the window long enough, it will stay the same image. But if you kind of blink mm-hmm. or look away for a moment and then look back, it may be something different. Okay. And you realize at one point, um, maybe after a couple of double takes, that there is your image with a bunch of small little mechanical um, devices. Yeah. Emerging from a portal. Hmm. It's interesting. At the Hello. at the beginning of every <laughs> row, 
there Wait, is sorry. either a Minotaur or other race guardian, um, some sort of armored figure, standing at attention. They're right. the blades of the halberds or other weapons. Um, they're all kind of uh, wielding a, either a halberd or a spear or whatever. Sort of the blade mark. portions are pointed in the direction of the window and whatever is at that end of the city. Okay. Instead of kind of flat out, you know, towards the, the center of the walkway. Uh, Cesar turns to the, the plume man and says, I, uh, I like what you did with the place. What, uh, what's all this about? You've been called here as part of fate, and a decision has been made that you all will see through at some point in time in the near future. Well, that's very, very specific. (laughs) (laughs) Can you actually tell me what's going on? He just kind of shakes his head no. Oh, okay, great. Um, how, how long have we been been down there? Lost track of time a little bit without, uh, you know, sun and moon and night and day. There's a moment of calculation within the um, the Minotaur's eyes, and he kind of rumbles back six years. Right. Oh, didn't... I, I was definitely right. We did lose track of time. Quite quite so, huh? Right. Uh, what's... What's new? <laughs> what did we the, miss? That's just as a, uh, a, a reminder, um, time operated somewhat oddly in this city in the past. Campaign? Uh, the giants. <laughs> Campaign. Well, especially more so for this, this, yeah. uh, hall. So, Cesar would kind of figure it out that you guys have been gone about, uh, two weeks. Yeah. No, I know. He understands that there's, that he didn't lose six, track of six years. <laughs> All right. Um, You're actually kind of getting the feeling, uh, speaking of your Hall of Justice, this might actually be something more akin to um, that line of thinking than a church. Okay. Huh. All right. Um, do they seem to be trying to keep him in one place, or does he, is Cesar, does he feel free to walk where he wants to go? Cesar appears to be free to uh, okay. free to walk where he wants. Well, I'm just I'm gonna go uh, look look around, I guess. Uh, he'll uh, wander. Uh, no, actually, wait, wait, one one moment. Did did you did you see me appear down there? The uh, the Minotaur nods. Did uh did I seem to 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 come from anywhere in particular, or did I just sort of pop into existence? You you popped, just appeared in a kind of silver flash, okay. hmm. as did the other drow. So, yeah, yeah, I got it. You don't have to say it. It's fine. I can tell you're uncomfortable. Don't worry. <laughs> um, hmm. I know that the rest of my uh, group is still down there somehow. I would hope they can make their way up. I don't know if I can get back too easily. I guess I could walk the whole way down, but by the time I get back down, it might be another six years. I don't know. Fancy, uh, he just starts thinking to himself and stops talking out loud. He doesn't really fancy, you know, risking that trip on his own. And, uh, he made it back pretty easily, so hopefully they can make their way through there, too. Uh, so, uh, Cesar will start walking up towards the stained glass window. Is there, like, I guess there's like an aisle from where they are, if I got your description correctly, right? Yep. Yeah, leading right to it, so he'll. You'll walk that way. And with that, Xanatari, take us out. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at deathbeforedishonor.com. 
subscribe on iTunes or find us on Twitter at Death Before. Please take a listen to the Great Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers at Genesee.com or SignalsMedia.com. Join us for a worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. One second, guys. I don't think we have like Daniel, you type so loud. Chipmunk. Stop. Ow. Stop. I it. am the typewriter. I am using. That's how I communicate. Didn't know Zach was tanking in this instance. <laughs> Stop. What? What do you want me to do? Not type. Type gently like I am, even though I'd like to type harder, you type I've... slower and more gently. I do, I was. I you just... don't have to do everything like that. Please don't kill me, I want to see the rest of my trip out, please. I'm not going to kill you. You will. I know you will. I'll kill you I'll... for typing loudly? Yeah. That seems kind of extreme. I prefer to start with gentle maiming. Okay. I'm waiting for Cesar to come back. Any better? No. Now, now, now it sounds like a soft mechanical chipmunk trying to eat a nut. I honestly believe it's just because of the microphone that's connected okay, to the laptop. Sorry. Well, if, okay. the, if the mic is on the laptop and the keys are a few inches away from the laptop, when you hit them, that's going to be loud. Yes. 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 Meanwhile, back in the Hall of Justice. Ooh. Ooh, maybe that's what they call it. Yes. Let's wait a couple seconds so I have a reference for editing. Yeah. Sorry.